0: Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 23. Police Action Shootings and Other Defensive Actions From Wasika, Minnesota, Channel 4 reports prosecutors in southern Minnesota charged a man with attempted murder, alleging he shot and gravely injured a police officer who was responding to a report of a suspicious person, Tyler Robert Janovsky, 37, was charged in Wasika County District Court with three counts of attempted first-degree murder of a peace officer. Authorities allege Janowski shot Wasika officer Arik Matson in the head as Matson and other officers responded to a call of a suspicious person with a flashlight in a backyard Monday night. Matson, 32, remains in critical condition. Janowski also is accused of shooting at two other officers, Sergeant Timothy Schroeder and Officer Andrew Herron. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension said Matson and Schroeder returned fire, and Janovsky was hit twice. He suffered non-life-threatening injuries and remained hospitalized Wednesday. Online court records do not list a defense attorney who could speak on Janowski's behalf. According to the criminal complaint, the Wasika officers were called to a residential area at about 8 p.m. Monday on a report of a suspicious person in a backyard with a flashlight. Officers made contact with Janowski while he was on the back balcony of a house. Heron went through the house onto the balcony to get Janowski, but Janowski fled, going onto the roof of an attached garage and crossing to the other side of the house, facing the front driveway. The complaint says Janowski fired at Heron and missed. Janowski then fired at Metzen, who was in the driveway, and shot him in the head. Janowski was wanted on drug-related charges. Three weeks earlier. Police raided his house and found methamphetamine, pseudoephedrine pills, other drugs and a handgun. A search warrant affidavit says a brother warned Janovsky, and he fled out a basement door. Janowski has several previous convictions, including for burglary, drug crimes and for making terrorist threats. He also was convicted of one count of being an accessory to murder in the 2001 strangulation of a 21-year-old man. The Star Tribune reported that Janovsky admitted driving another man to the victim's home and waiting outside during the killing. The charges filed Wednesday include a count of possessing ammunition or firearm after a conviction of a crime of violence. Mattson has been with the Wasika Police Department since 2013 and is assigned to patrol. He is also a member of a regional drug investigative SWAT team and worked in a program designed to keep kids away from drugs, Chief Penny Vaught said, early in his career. Matson worked at the Freeborn County Sheriff's office and was on night patrol with his father, Tim Matson, who was then a corporal with the Albert Lee Police Department. The Albert Lee Tribune reported in 2010, Wasika is a city of about 9,400 located 70 miles south of Minneapolis. From Raleigh, North Carolina, Channel 8 reports Raleigh Police Officer Charles Sinsworth will be welcomed back to the force exactly 1 year after being shot in the line of duty. According to a news release from the department, Ainsworth was shot multiple times and critically injured in January 2019. He was attempting to apprehend a suspect on Western Boulevard near Schaub Drive. Officer Ainsworth's dedication, determination, and resilience in the face of such overwhelming circumstances are an example to everyone, said Raleigh Police Chief Cassandra Deck-Brown. We are so thankful for the great strides and remarkable progress he has made in the past year. We are pleased and proud to welcome him back to service with the Raleigh Police Department. The Welcome Back event will be held at the department headquarters. There will be a private celebration for Ainsworth. Einsworth was shot in the neck at least once. He went into surgery after the shooting. He spent considerable time recovering at WakeMed and was released in April. Einsworth ran a four-mile race in October. Raleigh Police in December tweeted a video showing his progress in recovering. His physical therapist said his recovery is beyond my wildest dreams. Four people have been arrested in connection with the shooting, but only one, Cedric Carney, 24, of Henderson, is charged with shooting. Ainsworth. court documents show from Houston, Texas. The Chronicle reports an off-duty Houston police officer shot an armed robber at a Walmart in Northeast Harris County marking the third time that a Houston police officer fired their weapon at an armed suspect in a week. In this shooting, a man held a customer service clerk at gunpoint near the front of the store in the 9,200 block of North Sam Houston Parkway. According to the Harris County Sheriff's Office, the officer, a 17-year veteran, was standing nearby when she intervened and fired at least one round. Houston Police Assistant Chief Bobby Dobbins said the officer controlled the wounded suspect, who was still armed, immediately after shooting. Once the area was safe, the officer administered first aid, he said. The suspect was transported to Bandhaub Hospital in stable condition. Authorities did not release the names of the suspect or the officer. Dobbins called the recent spate of officer-involved shootings tragic and said all officers participate in peer support groups after violent encounters, it's bad for any department when you have one shooting, he said, when you have multiple, obviously it puts more of a strain on our department and our officers, but it just goes to show, we're out here doing our job every day to protect the citizens, and sometimes we have to use the means necessary to protect our public. The recent Houston police-involved shootings include when officers responded to an assault call at a home in the 11,000 block of Spotswood. There, they encountered 34-year-old Paul Robinson in the backyard, holding a semi-automatic weapon to his neck. Police said, he retreated to a shed and made two requests, that the woman he attacked come to the backyard and see him, and that officers kill him, according to police. Five officers opened fire when Robinson aimed his weapon at them. Police said, he was shot multiple times and airlifted to Memorial Hermann Hospital, his current condition is unknown, also, an off-duty Houston police sergeant working an extra job at a Midtown business opened fire at Kenneth Jefferson, who was one of two men pistol-whipping and robbing a third man in the 1100 block of Hadley Street. Jefferson allegedly pointed his gun at the officer before the shooting, police said, Jefferson fled but was later found at a Galveston hospital. He has since been charged with aggravated assault against a public servant. None of the officers involved in the shootings were injured, police said. From Sequoia County, Oklahoma, Channel 5 reports a man who pointed a gun at deputies in Sequoia County is in stable condition and recovering at a hospital in Fayetteville after being shot multiple times. According to the Sequoia County Sheriff's Office, multiple 911 calls were made in regard to a man walking down the road with a handgun. One of the 911 callers said the suspect, later identified as 25-year-old Matthew Swain of Muldrow, Oklahoma, pointed a gun at them. When deputies Thomas Stafford and Robert Johnson arrived on the scene, Swain pointed the gun at them. According to Sequoia County Sheriff Larry Lane, the gun Swain had ended up being a pellet gun that looked identical to a pistol. He says it's unclear at this time whether or not Swain actually fired the pellet gun, but in the body camera video, It appears that he does. The Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation is still investigating the situation at this time. Swain is recovering at Washington Regional Medical Center right now. He is in stable condition and is expected to be released soon, Lane said. It's unknown at this time how many shots were fired, but Swain has wounds on his neck, upper arm, shoulder and ear, according to Lane. Lane says from the time deputies arrived on scene to the time Swain surrendered took about one minute. As first responders were airlifting Swain to the hospital, he repeatedly asked them to kill him. According to Lane, in 2016 Swain was charged with assault and battery on a police officer and was put on five years probation. It's unclear right now what charges Lane will be facing. The Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation is investigating the motive at this time. Lane says their main concern was that the incident happened about two miles from Liberty School, which was put on lockdown as first responders landed a helicopter on the football field to transport Swain to the hospital. From Denver, Colorado, The Post reports a Greeley police officer will not be charged after engaging in a November shootout with a 40-year-old man who later killed himself inside his home. During the shootout, the suspect fired more than 50 rounds at the officer who was wounded when a bullet struck his arm. The officer is recovering, Greeley Police Department Chief Mark Jones said in a video message about the shooting. Weld County District Attorney Michael Rourke determined the officer, who the district attorney's office declined to name, was justified in shooting Russell Cooley in order to defend himself and others, Rourke wrote in a letter to Greeley Police Chief Mark Jones. The Greeley Police Department also released body camera footage Wednesday from the officer who was shot in the incident. On November, 14, police received reports that someone had shot at a vehicle but when officers attempted to contact Cooley's car, he fled. Cooley fired over 55 rounds at the officers who were in pursuit. The district attorney letter said, body camera video shows an officer in his police cruiser taking heavy gunfire for several minutes, shooting back at Cooley. The officer, who was shot in the right arm, can be seen exiting the car with blood on his uniform, asking other officers for a tourniquet to stop the bleeding. Cooley and a female passenger fled into a house at 3610 Marigold Street, where he fatally shot himself, the district attorney said. The passenger, identified as Maria Lerma, was shot by police and transported to the hospital. She survived her bullet wound. Police found a rifle and revolver with Cooley's body inside the house. From Centerton, Arkansas, the front page reports the Centerton Police Department finishes building an extra layer of security for its officers. This, just weeks after Fayetteville Police Officer Stephen Carr was shot and killed in his police cruiser while parked behind the Fayetteville Police Department, the fence was built to keep officers and employees out of the public's sight to avoid another attack on law enforcement using community resources the department was able to finish this project in a matter of weeks while it was feasible for centerton pd in closing the department isn't as attainable for fayetteville chief cody harper with the centerton police department said all of us have some fear built into the situation i always ask the question what's the difference between bravery and courage and courage is still doing something when you're afraid of doing it We don't need to have that here in our home base, Sergeant Tony Murphy said. It's really hard in our area with all the buildings around us and the confined space to do the things say a police department in a rural area with lots of land could do. Back in April, Fayetteville voters approved a bond measure of $36 million for new police headquarters. The new facility will be a campus-style concept with three buildings, one for the main police department, another for training and an indoor pistol and rifle firing range. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org.